Welcome to Bowties and Button-Ups. My name is Latanya English, and I am this gentleman, other half, or better half, I should say. Today, we're going to go into some details and questions just so you guys can get to know Mr. English. Okay, so let's get started. Hello, how are you? I'm doing good. How, are you? how about yourself, Miss Eng English? I'm doing good. If I wasn't already your wife, I'd have to steal you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's go into our first question. We have uh, about five questions, so we're just going to do some um, questions and answers and see what we get. This ought to be fun, guys. <laughs> By the way, this is totally, um, it's not prompted in any way. I don't even know what questions she's going to ask me. So um, there may be or may not be a surprise on these questions, but... It's going to be fun for me because this is the first time I've actually even be, been an interviewer in this type of setting. Normally, you guys know I'm the host, but I wanted to flip it a little bit and make it a little bit more interesting and fun and include my wife in this too as she was part of this planning for Bow Ties and Button Ups. Okay. Let's get started. Let me take a sip first. This is um, our um, Amaretta Sours, which is his favorite drink, yes. not mine. Again, I was all sipping all in the camera. Sorry. Okay. So my first question, Mr. English, is going to be: What is your favorite pastime activity? Wow. Okay. So my favorite pastime activity. Um, that's kind of hard because it evolved. Uh, for right now, it is definitely my all-time passion is photography. Right now, um, it's. It's something that grew on me a long time ago, unknowingly. Um, my mom used to buy me these little throwaway cameras, disposables. I, I took a lot of pictures. I don't really have many of those pictures left. Actually, I don't think I have any, but I took so many pictures with those. It was fun for me just to have the camera and shoot. But uh, I think my, my dad's, his passion for photography actually kind of ignited that. But... Um, man, I'm an artist, so I love to draw, I love to, right now, painting has become a passion, a, a great pastime hobby, but that's a tough question because I really can't dig, I can't really, like, put a, a needle on that location for, you know, what exactly is, is that my, my favorite pastime passion is, it's just, I love art, so anything that has to do with me being creative is really where I, um, I just love to be at, it puts me in a zone, and I love it. Okay, so anything art-related. Anything art-related, I love it. Gotcha. Okay, makes sense. It's kind of a long answer, but it's the truth. I just can't, I can't tell you right off. I can't tell you one specific one that I love the most um, because yeah. I love them all. Okay, that's a good answer. True. <laughs> okay, so our next question is going to be, what made you get into photography? Well, kind of touched on that a little bit, uh -huh. but um, it that again it came from those type of things, but what really, really made me kind of force my hand and and say, you know what, I want to do this uh, all the time, or at least as a as a part time thing, was as uh, you did, um, you know, you you mm -hmm. went off on your yeah yeah, you know, you started. You quit your job at that daycare, he and said yeah, you know, yeah. If y'all been watching this show, y'all know what it did to me on that first show. I told y'all a little bit about it, but she did. She, she did. She quit your job, and you started doing a daycare, 
And I was afraid, but at the same time, I was so happy for you because I saw how motivated you were to to be a daycare provider and you love kids. And I was like, you know what? I saw it. I saw how great you were going to be, um, no matter where you were in that process. So, but also it was your your business acumen that you had. And what's crazy is, is you never were in this position before. You never had a business. You never wanted to, to do business, but when you did it, it was like you became an entrepreneur instantly. You started finding resources and you started to, to learn about what it's going to take for you to become a business owner and do daycare full time. So, you know, seeing that and helping you, it kind of it kind of molded me into being a businessman as well because I had to kind of act, be your assistant. So I had to be in the background doing it. But at the same time, I was learning from you and I was seeing exactly what you were doing and how you were conducting your business and, you know, what it took to start and to, to finally get yourself going. But um, that was the key moment for me when it came to photography, because I saw that I can make money off of it from someone that hired me. And I was like, you know, I guess I do have a, a, a skill set for this. Like I can actually do something with it and my creativity can help me evolve as a photographer and use it for more than just taking photos whenever I wanted to, um, it, I could actually create with it. So it became a, a huge passion of mine. But yeah, it's my therapy. Photography is my therapy. I honestly, what's funny is, is when I was going through my anxiety, guys, you hear this a lot, you're always going to hear it. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it because I know it, it's real. But when I was going through it, it, it was therapy. I noticed I was never thinking about anything else but being creative and doing my job when I was on my photography, even when I was at the bank. You know, I still, I, I, the anxiety came right back when I had to go into the bank. But whenever I had those jobs, my weekends were filled with fun and laughter and the smiles on those people's faces when I took photos of them, it was priceless. And it's something that still stays with me every time I see someone and they, they light up and say, you know, I love your pictures you took of me. That gives me something, it gives me energy. And it's also making me feel like, you know, this is my purpose or part of my purpose um, moving forward in life. Okay. Good answer. Uh, I like that. I need a certificate. <laughs> I mean, you want to give me some of it. So, where do you see yourself in five years? With And this is a two-part. So, not only with JE4 photography or both ties and buttons, but you personally, John English. Where does John English see himself in five years? Great question. Um, and I guess I never really planned like that, um, which is what you should do. You should always have goals for future, not just present. I normally just do it yearly, but five years from now, um, I plan on being in a much more stable place with my photography and, and, and um, have an absolute idea on what it is that I want to focus on specifically in my photography career. So like, for instance, I, when I first started this, um, it was more so like I was just taking pictures of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I got good at taking pictures of everything. I, I'd say that in confidence. Um, but you know, the masters of photography have a specific genre or a specific category of photography that they do, and they excel at that more than anything else. Mm -hmm. So that's where they, they um, you know, they make the majority, the bulk of their money, although they still enjoy doing photography outside of that. 
they're masters of it. And that's what they do. Uh, and I want to master a specific part of my photography. And that's what's crazy is a studio. I want to have my own studio. I want to do studio photography and be committed and um, being creative in that part of my, my business. Um, and it's, it's scary because it was something that just came about. Like I, I noticed when I first started, it was all natural lighting and I just was shooting po photos and photography, portraits of people and I enjoyed it. But although the studio setting I'm limited, I can still be very creative in there um, because it's very personal. You know, there's no distractions. It's just me and my subject. There's nothing else. And although the subject may feel a little awkward because the attention is all on them because of the studio lights, for me, I get to calm them down and then create something in that. And also the beauty that it has. Like I noticed there's so much more beauty in my studio photography than it is in the, the natural setting because it seems like it's posed, it's structured. Like I feel like it's all structured. And when I first started doing studio photography, I didn't feel like that. I felt like studio photography was more structured because there's nothing else. There's there's this space. There's only yeah. the small yeah. space that we have. So, um, you know, in that, it's, I felt like I wasn't being creative until I started to do it a little more and learn more about it and seeing from other photographers what they can, can create in that. Um, and it's limitless. It really is. So... Um, that's one thing I want uh, is my focus is to be a master of studio photography and lighting in five years um, in, in J4 photography. As far as um, this is concerned is bow ties and button ups. I want bow ties and bow, bow ties and button ups to become something where it's a place where people can come to to get the information that they need and not feel like they're being judged in any way, um, especially when it comes to men because in these conversations that we have, we don't have these normal. We don't have these conversations normally um, between each other because we feel as though that other man may judge us because they may be living their lives differently than we are. Mm -hmm. And in no, in that type of um, space, you know, we're what we're doing is is we're boxing ourselves in because we have a lot more to give than we show, you know, um, and we speak about because you know. We just feel like we again we're gonna be judged based off of what we say. When I mean, when me me as a friend, I always make myself available. You can say whatever you want to me, and let it be known it's not going anywhere past than me. Yeah. And uh, I, I I take pride in that, and in, in being that 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 source uh, for people to come to and talk to. But in this type of uh, this this setting, I can be a lot more because I don't have to be closed in anymore. We're having these transparent conversations and mm -hmm. we're being open with each other and being being able to communicate and talk and and I naturally. Think men need that. Men need this yeah. outlet. I agree. Like I, I look at the friends that I have now, um, and the very close friends. Very, very, very close friends. You know, when we're going through stuff, I have yet to hear from them. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with me. Mm -hmm. I have yet to reach out to them and, and talk to them about what I'm going through. Um, because I feel like you know, again, I, I'm going to hear something that I already know. You know, I already know that. You know, whatever it is. And I, it, it that I, that right there is already putting a stumbling block in my own way. Yeah. Because I'm saying I already know that. Well, if you already knew it, then why are you still going through it? You know what I'm saying? You, you don't. What you're doing is you're putting up a guard. So, you know, bow ties and button ups allows us men to just let down that guard and say what it is you know what i'm saying because this is a reality of our lives these are things that we are truly going through 
And we need to know that we're not alone in this. Um, so, you know, to my brothers, I want them to know, look, I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? I am here for you. Um, regardless of, you know, where we live or, you know, what circumstances we're going through, we're really going through this together. Yeah. You know, and, and if we aren't, if we aren't, I've already been through it or maybe going through it later on. So I'm using this as a moment to actually gain information on how I can handle it as well. So it's really therapy for me for both times and button ups. But outside of those two things, where I see myself being is, is I, I kind of want to be a teacher. Um, I want to teach. I want to teach photography. I want to teach, you know, be a counselor for, for young men to, to help them Great. grow as well. I think that's a fabulous idea because you're a good talker. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can talk. Yeah. That is something you've always been good at. So I think that would be great. A good mentor. You're a good person yeah. to look up to. So that would be great for young men. Yeah. This was the perfect vehicle for me, I think. Bow ties and button-ups. To be able to speak. Because a lot of people don't know. I'm very, to myself. Um, and, and it's funny because I, I, we just realized together that, you know, I am an actual introvert. I don't know um, how, but how. he is. I am not. I am. I am out there all <laughs> I, the way. I, I can be one-on-one -on -one situations. I'm fine. I can talk a lot. Um, as the, it gets more crowded and more people, I become a little bit more subdued um, and to myself. And it's because, you know, I, I grew up being a shy person. And uh, although I love, you know, I love being around my friends, um, when I really know them and close to them, they know I party and I give you everything that I have as long as I know you. <laughs> if I don't know you, I'm a totally different person, man. It, 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 uh, y'all know it. Y'all can see it. You, if you looking, you'll see that I'm a totally different person. But, yeah, yeah this well, is fun for me. <laughs> it is fun. Um, I'm glad it's fun for you. Yeah. You deserve to have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> you do, you do, you do. So, to piggyback off of you wanting to do studio photography, <laughs> I think your landscapes are amazing. So, are you, well, if you're not going to do landscape photography, <laughs> can you still do that for me? <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. Do what you want, yeah. but can I still get some landscapes, please? Uh Absolutely. Um, I just think they're beautiful. You guys, if you have not seen his landscape, like when we went to Europe, those pictures are amazing. Go to his website at www.jd4photography at gmail, right? Yeah. .com and check him out. His pictures are dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, oh, by the way, the website changed. It's www.je4portraits.com. But landscape photography, you know, um, you, you saying that, I have, I get a lot of compliments on that. But I'm You're very, awesome. I'm scared. I'm scared of it because I look at these, uh, I'm part of a couple of different um, groups and websites that I go on for contests. So I like to challenge myself. Um and I never thought of myself as being a great photographer. Uh, I never did. Um, still don't. I feel like I, I'm, I'm, I can make good, good, you know, good pictures, but I, I'm not great. And that's humbling myself because I know there's so much room to get better. Because I see these people, and I'm like, these 
awesome landscapes that's out there, like these powerful images. And I'm like, I want to create that. So, and sometimes I feel like I do. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, you know, this is gold right here. This is gold. I and I'll say it. All the time, but, so. you know, landscape photography, though, I, I see what you're saying. And I do, I do love it. And I'll continue doing it because I love to capture it all the wonders that I'm able to see and show you guys exactly what I'm seeing through the camera lens. The camera lens captures what I see. And and if you think it's beautiful, that's how I see it. Um, I see the beauty in everything that I capture. So, yeah, thank you for talking about my landscape. You know, I I, I, I enjoy taking my little breaks, you know, when I want to get away from you and everything. <laughs> I'll go away and I'll take, I'll take some landscape photos. That's what I do. I actually do that. So... There's not often that you guys just see my landscape photography because, again, I'm very judgmental on my own work. So I don't put them all out there. But you guys have seen them. You've seen some of the ones that I allowed you to see. <laughs> but there are others out there that I haven't. Um, and that's because it's just personal for me. But, wow. Yeah, thank you. You know, I, I know you. But you're my wife and you're supposed to say this stuff. But I do appreciate it. <laughs> the truth <laughs> the is truth. the truth. <laughs> Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. We're on question four. Question four. I'm moving through these. Woo! It's hot. <laughs> All right. What is most important to you in life? Oh, man, the most important thing for, for me is being a good person. Um, and that's all-encompassing um, when we talk about being a person. Uh, you know, I am a husband. I'm a father. I was a father before I was a husband. And I was a son before I was a father. So, you know, um, being a good son and being my, my parents being proud, don't get me choked up, is huge. I know. See what you did? But anyway, guys, I'm moving on. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, being a good son, being a good husband and being a, a great father. And I've, 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 uh, I'm proud to say that I am a great father. I am a great father. I've done a great job you at it. Are. I take pride in it. You so, are. So yeah, that's that's really the key thing for me. And nothing nothing comes before that. Nothing. Um, whether it's career, money means does not mean the world to me. Um, because I feel like that's gonna come. It's gonna come. It's gonna come because I'm driven in the way of uh, you know just doing my thing and knowing that. Knowing in God and, and knowing my talents, that I'm going to, that I'm going to be fine. So money to me has never been uh, something that I've I've hold dear to me. I know people be like you know I bought that bag and I'm you know money runs the world and all these other things. I don't believe in it. I think it's absolutely false. What runs the world is is your 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 capability of being a good person. That's what runs the world. Um, and we've seen that. We've seen it if you're it, you know with peace and you know when peaceful peaceful you're more successful. You can be more successful because you don't have all these things to worry about. You don't have to worry about, you know, the money being the driver when you know if you're a good person, that money's going to come to you or that success is going to come to you because others are going to see it. Other good people are going to make sure that you're uplifted. Other people are going to make sure that they, they're going to make you successful. They're going to assure it. So um, I think, like I said, it's all encompassing. It's just being a good person. Um, I, I think that that's, very underrated right now and undervalued um and undervalued. we don't we don't speak on that more than you know we speak on other things that we materialistic things that we have you know and 
I just don't believe in it. It's just not me. It's not in my character. It never has. So, you know, no one has ever, can say they ever heard me speak about money that way. So I speak about helping people, helping people overcome, you know, mental issues or helping people overcome their physical issues you know just life yeah i love i love talking about that because i'm I'm, when they see i see them doing great i'm like i am glad that i can see it i'm glad i can see that person being successful so to me that's that's life to me that's more important than anything so i think i've done a good job of keeping like that and i don't see i don't see it changing so that's who i am thank you I'm here because you said so. <laughs> yeah, it is, so. And it's See, she back, got me over it here. It is what it is. Over here. <laughs> Blushes, though. You know? It's hot. It is hot. It's, it's like hot. hot. It's hot. Let's hurry up. No. <laughs> we're good. We're good. All right. So we have one last question. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to throw another question in there because I want to know, why did you marry me? Let's just be honest. Let's keep it all the way real. That's a big one. That's a, um, but I like to talk about it. I, I, you know, um, okay. (laughs) I had to answer the question. (laughs) Forget it. I had some, I had some, uh, some challenges growing up with women. Um, and it wasn't always good. It wasn't always good. Uh, I wasn't always the wrong one. I wasn't always the right one. But there was a time where I reflected on myself. And I did that during a time where I said, you know what? Whatever I'm doing wrong, I'm doing it wrong consistently because I keep getting it wrong. So... Whether it's me or them, maybe I'm choosing the wrong one, or maybe I'm the wrong one for them. Whatever the, that case may have been, I reflected and I took it some time off. I took a hiatus on dating completely. I was completely, you know, for a whole ten months. I, I was focused on me. I was focused on growth. What does that mean to me? What do I want? What type of woman do I want? What type of man do I want to be? What do I want? Mm-hmm. And nothing was going to stop me from that. So. You know, I, I had opportunities to date people within that time, and I, I just, I wasn't invested. I Nor did I even try to call them or talk to them. It just didn't seem like it was the right time. But, you know, this woman came along that supported everything in me. You know, I wasn't, you were always, you made more, more money than me during that time. A hell of a lot more money than I did working at the hospital. <laughs> and I, you know, I was a banker. And bankers don't make a lot of money. So, you know, I saw, I was like, you know what, she's not materialistic. That was, that was a huge key. And I didn't have a lot of women that were, they didn't care because, you know, as long as I was, you know, supporting myself. But that was one thing. But, you know, you asked me why I married you. I married you because um, you were the only woman that I ever encountered that loved me the way that I felt as though I deserved to be loved as a man. And that's really it. That's the basis of, you know, why I married you in a nutshell. Um, you know, I can go on and on about a whole bunch of other benefits and, you know, you know, you had a little body and stuff. Wait, he said head. You know, you still do. I mean... (laughs) I meant meaning why I married you. You got a body. So, yeah. 
She about to start something on here. We married. <laughs> this is the boy anyway. But yeah, you know, there's so many other things, but the reason why is just because you are unlike anybody else I encountered, you know, in the, on a dating scene. So that's why. Okay. Yep. Well, I like that answer. That was good. All right. And then our final question. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose a photo concept, no matter the artist, the celebrity, the type of photography, the place, the scenery, what would it be? And with who? Like, what celebrity? 100% Rihanna. Undoubtedly. 100%. I love her. <laughs> she is the epitome of uh woman. Not besides you. <laughs> besides you. Besides, besides you. Um, you know, you're number one. She's number two. But anyway. Yeah. She um she to me just the way she's a model um and when I first saw her I kind of saw that she's a pretty woman she's a she was a pretty girl back then but now she's a pretty woman mm. pretty damn good but um I would I would choose her and I would choose two locations one um being in the mountains uh I would do something where it's very unique and the concept is kind of like a Something very fantasy-like, but still keep it relative to the mountains. I would like to to take it up a notch. Um, you know, whoever can be the fashion designer, I'm pretty sure they're really good at what they do. But just something unique, just not something that's not normal. Like I don't want to have just have like a bomber on or whatever. I just want to maybe it'd be a bomber, but something very creative, like crazy. I can see Riri in the mountains. Yeah, me too. I can see. I could definitely see. I'm not the chaperone this year. I could definitely see the mountains. <laughs> but and another one would be um water underwater. I want to do an underwater shoot, and uh, I think that would be incredible because she has those incredibly long legs. She's a model. It's what they do, you know. So that's that's my 100% all time favorite artist. Like, she's my favorite woman artist. And, man, if I get her in front of the camera, there will be some magic made. He gonna stop all this, maybe, you know. You know, maybe there'll be some magic in my nether regions. <laughs> I'm just joking. But there will be some yeah, magic. Yeah, I could deal with it. That, that, He's Rihanna. Like, I'm not you, jealous. you said Rihanna. You brought her up. I didn't bring her and up. And that's that. <laughs> I, I didn't bring her up. That's your favorite. It's my favorite, but that's it. Um, I, I've always looked her. I follow her on Instagram, so I look at her full times. I even every now and then I go on there if I could just get you in front of my camera. Like I know she'll he never does. see that comment ever. He does. But you know, just trying to shoot my shot. <laughs> go. I ain't sliding her DMs yet. I don't think she got a DM. But anyway, <laughs> I did slide in her comments thread, and I definitely, I'll definitely, you know, say some things. But yeah. You know I am your wife, right? Yeah. He don't, you know, see? We gonna, already said Rihanna's a safe place. Talk to these men we, about it. We already said Rihanna's a safe place, She's and I am allowed place. to You're talk. You're allowed to say what you feel, yeah. get your feelings out no, on the table. No, no. I am just here to listen. Right. <laughs> no judgment, because, you know, I have my celebrity. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. I remember it was Memphis Bleak. Oh, yes. I love Memphis that chocolate man. I love him. Memphis Bleak. But, yeah. I yeah. remember him. I don't remember yeah, any other ones, though. I fantasize real quick. 
Too she bad. Too bad. Me, but it doesn't but no, I'm just messing. I love my man over here. So before we end up wrapping this up, because that was her last question, I'm going to ask yes. her a question. Mm. Maybe two. Mm. But, um, you know, having to deal with someone like myself, very artistic and creative, and I'm crazy with my concepts. Like, you support every single one of my outlandish <laughs> ideas, and I come to you with some crazy stuff that, you know, you and you just be like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I'm like, this woman just says anything. But when I brought up this concept, how was this one different? Because this was actually one of the ones that came out in a different way because I'll tell you and I sit on it for so long but this one was more of an immediate response tell me a little bit about your reaction to bow ties and button ups when I mentioned this to you well I felt that men needed this platform like I felt like guys needed a safe place a place where they can go and just let their hair down so to speak you know so when you mentioned it, I just thought it was fantastic because women have so many different outlets and avenues. You know, so many women are doing this type of thing where we can just go and talk. We, we go out with each other and we just sit down and have mimosas and we just fill our guts. But men hold everything in. So I felt like bow ties and button ups was the perfect scenery setting for men to express themselves, have support. For other men share you guys points of views and help each other out you know it's like ther therapy so I thought it was amazing and it is I it agree. is it is amazing I mean I agree because it was my idea <laughs> no I mean but, like you're helping so many yeah. people like I mean, guys come to you and they approach you and they, they text you or they inbox you and they say things that's positive or something that you said that they needed to hear at the moment and it's like I really think men need that you guys need that that security, that, you know, that outlet just to get what you're going through off your chest. Because it's it's far too often that we all, we put so much of a burden on our men. And I think having this outlet lets you guys let that off a little bit. I agree. You know, and I, I just love that idea. It's true. Um, and, you know, just speaking to you and saying that, um, just thinking, uh, I often wonder why we don't have these conversations, but then I have to look at myself and say, you know, when have you called them when you were going through something and, and talk to them about what it is, you, you're, whatever you're going through at that moment and, and um, being able to trust them that they won't go to anybody else um, and, and spill the beans or whatever it is, you know, just talk about me behind my back and, you know, you try to use that as leverage. And I know women may feel like that sometimes but you guys actually have circles that are very true and very strong you know what i'm saying as far as you know that trust level as you feel as though you can talk to them in that way but you know with men we just we just feel like we we don't or, or we just feel like we don't need to and we can handle it on our own um but you know this was a platform that i feel as though was necessary in, in society right now and, you know, the burdens that we do carry. And men and women carry burdens. And I hope anybody doesn't get it twisted that I'm saying that women don't. But men actually deal with these things a lot differently than women do. Um, and it's a fact. You know, we're, we're not very open and transparent 100% of the time like women are with your emotions. You guys wear them. We can see it when there's something wrong. You know, even if we don't want to ask the uncomfortable question, what's wrong, yeah. babe? You know what I'm saying? We, 
we already know that there is we done opened up the flood gates <laughs> and now we're gonna have to listen to every single bit of it and take it all and can we handle really what comes out you know those are things we think about like okay i, I don't think i really want to say nothing because i don't really don't know if i can deal with this but we should um you know that's all part of being a good communicator and you know in any relationship whether it's friendships or whatever else that you have um, mm-hmm. so you know i'm i'm very open to talk and i, I love it you know, this is just something that I do, and people trust me again. They, they talk to me because um, they know I'm going to be very open and honest with them. Um, you know, Agree. So, You're a good talker. Yeah. Just not around a lot of people. Yeah. I won't. I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't share my opinions, like, especially on social networking. So you won't find me doing this on Facebook. On here's a different thing because it's a specific topic that's geared toward a conversation. But on social media, I will not share my opinions because it it will it will definitely come across a, a different way than I intended it to be. And any but that's how opinions come across. People seem like they're being judged or you're judging a certain situation. So I kind of avoid that at all costs. So I will not talk about politics, religion, or current events on social media. You won't find me doing it. And although I do have an opinion on it, I do not share it on social media. But these type of conversations, I feel as though are very necessary because it's real world and it's every day. These are everyday issues that we're dealing with. Absolutely. Every single day. And every you know, day. how and how are we doing this effectively? Like, are we doing, are we doing it effectively? So, but I definitely appreciate you coming by Bow Ties and Button Ups and sharing you know, asking me about myself and sharing a little bit about, you know, yourself and what it means to be uh, married to, you know, uh, JE4 Photography. Yeah, that's married to JE4 Photography. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you guys seen me in a lot of his pictures. Yeah. So if you would like to be a JE4 model, please call him. <laughs> My muse. You guys will never be as good as her. No, I'm joking. That, that, that was for the camera. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But anyway, um, thank you guys so much for always, you know, supporting me and being a part of this journey of mine. And um, there's always going to be, there's more to come. I have a ton of topics that I plan on getting out because it's very necessary and it opens up dialogue. And that's really what I'm about. I'm about talking it through and um, solving the issues um, because my brain just works like that. So, Miss English, thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate you being my uh, fantastic, amazing hostess. So, anytime you want to stop by and do it again, you know, you're always welcome. Thank you. This was my first time, so it's a little, you know, quiet. Only ask questions and talk a little bit, but I'll get better. Yes, you did a wonderful job. I was the same on my first. It was very tough. And this one is tough as well. But, (laughs) because I am the interviewee. Somebody else interviewing me. I'm normally doing this for a job, so this is a little awkward for doing it for social media. But do as I do more and more. I'm pretty sure I'll get comfortable and I get better. But thank you guys so much. Again, you guys have a great um, day, great weekend. Whenever you decide to watch this um, at that time, I hope that you're enjoying it and you tune in for the other ones. If you haven't seen them, Go to the other ones. We have episode one and two. I have some great hosts on there. There is some valuable information on there that you will benefit from. If you don't, then somebody else will. Um, So please feel free to share this information. Watch it. 
share it to those that you feel as though can benefit from it. Tell your friends. Please do. Like and subscribe, guys. Please do not forget that. That is huge for me. Um, again, I don't get paid for this. But, you know, getting the message out is huge because that's really what I'm about. I want to share this information and get it out to the world so that way we all can heal. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good night, guys.